Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, hope your cake's up. London with the beach, yeah, we go so in. Got a girl with a friend, you yeah, be both win. Hotel chillin', yeah, she's sweet. Got the pain and the koozie up in the suite. Take pics with the side chick, oops, delete. I bet you wondering how I keep it all so neat. Yeah, back in the days, 14 years. Going all blood town, yes, no fears. Went on a vacay, yes, it was a teaser. Later found out she was going to a visa. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pump Heads. I am your host, Lara Marie Shane Halls, and with me today, this is my friend, Michael Sherman. Hi. 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 It feels so weird to be on a podcast. This is probably like this. I did my friend's podcast a few years ago. So I. Hi, everyone. So you're slightly a podcast virgin. <laughs> yes, I very much so. Um, but yeah, welcome. I was. So, well, I was so nervous to do this. Yeah. But you know what? I figured you're a natural. You are a talker and you have opinions. Mm-hmm. So that's really all you need. The bar, <laughs> the bar to entry, the barrier to entry of podcasting is exquisitely low. That is very so true. So that's working in your favor. Great. And it's just about Vanderpump rules. Yeah. So. It could not be more low stakes. <laughs> I assure you. <laughs> um, uh, you are also a Halloween kills head. Oh, yeah. And I, you sent me a 
featurette of Kyle Richards that I watched before you came over, and it just made me even more excited for Halloween Kills. I'm so excited. I just I, I rebooked tickets to go see it. I love it. So you're going tomorrow opening night. I'm going Friday, Friday night Friday opening at the night. Grove, mm-hmm. 7 p.m. I Perfect. am so excited. I, I I really hope the audience screams. Like I think they will. Like, I, like I, you and Carrie were talking on a recent podcast about like horrible audiences mm-hmm. at movies. I want everyone to be really loud at this one. In a horror movie like this one, it's appropriate to be boisterous and like participate. There's like a call and response yeah. kind of mentality that I think works really well in those situations. If- Kyle dies in it, which I have a weird a feeling she will. Didn't they show her death in a trailer? I think so. I but think in the early trailer, does, I want her. someone to scream goodbye, Kyle. <laughs> during. You know that all the head, the Kyle heads are going to be out in full force seeing this movie. She too. needs to win an Oscar for this. It, it's her movie. She's bringing, I think, a huge quotient of people to the theater that would otherwise not see a movie like this. One hundred percent. Did you see um, her out? Kathy's outfit at the premiere. No, what was it? She wore a hunky dory um, doctor <laughs> suit, and she like had like a little tray of like like medicine and stuff, or maybe it was dentistry stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, which makes more de- sense. that makes a lot of sense. It was really fun. God, I love those sisters. <laughs> Kyle is actually also a great actress, I would say. Yeah. Like she brings it and her onset professionalism seemed at a high level. And I really enjoyed seeing Jamie Lee Curtis like hug her and like carry her in the featurette that you sent. I I loved it. I also loved when they like showed her like going into like a swamp or a lake and like the alligators. Like I want to see Kyle fight an alligator. I want to see Kyle... Thankfully, we're like maybe hopefully on the other side of COVID, but I hope that a big part of Housewives of Beverly Hills is just following Kyle's burgeoning second act acting career. I love it. I want her. I I also I want to see her movie career go off. I want to see more of Garcelle on the talk. No, Mm -hmm. that's the talk. um, Yeah, it is the talk. Oh, the the real. real. Yeah. There's okay. Why are they all called the view, the the real, the talk? talk. Yeah. I know there's a lot. It's too many. But yeah, I want to see that too. I'm excited for that to branch out into the post-COVID landscape of some of our favorite ladies. I know. I just want to see. I I want the best for Kyle. Me too. I root for her. I don't always trust her, (laughs) but I always root for her. Same. Um, Let's get into this week's episode of Vanderpump Rules because there's a lot to discuss First and foremost, how are you feeling about the season so far? Well, especially after last night's episode, <laughs> nothing really happened. Like, are you kidding of, me? A lot happened, but like drama-wise, like oh, yeah, it was a pretty, it was a low drama episode. <laughs> and like, there was no Lisa, which I always appreciate. I think Lisa brings Vanderpump Rules down. Oh, really? Yeah, because I don't. I don't think that she organically like fits into their lives yeah. anymore. So it always just seems like, oh, we had to film a scene with Lisa. Yeah. Like she doesn't care about these people. Maybe the Tom she does because her money's tied to them. Yeah. But everyone else is just like, she has no place. Yeah, I do. It's funny. You're going to be so disappointed. But I started Vanderpump Rules in season four. Wow. I never even watched the first three seasons until a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, when I started listening to your podcast. Okay. I'm glad that I brought you to the dark. Yeah, side. I listened to that. I li- I've listened to Pump Podcast. I listened to... Wow. Okay, so you're a real head. You've I'm gone real... deep. I 
listen to a lot of podcasts, but for some reason, yours is just the easiest one for me to just to put on when I'm, I listen to it when I take a shower. I love to hear I, it. I know. When I am brushing my teeth, I'm playing it. It's just easy to put on. Great. And stuff. So I'm a fan. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, the seasons, it's different, obviously. It's very different. Do you watch Summer House? I do. Okay. Yeah. It has this very Summer House flavor to it with all the... I mean, with them staying in a rental house in the past like couple episodes, but with like the games that they play and the dressing up, which I think is kind of a brilliant move because it does reveal a lot about people's personalities to put them in that situation. And if there's no drama that's like organically going to happen, I guess the next best thing is just like, let's just make them all do a fashion show or we'll have them all go to Coachella or whatever. Yeah, and I I do feel like the whole, however, the name though feels a little off. Like, why is it Vanderpump Rules still? I know that that's why was it ever Vanderpump <laughs> Rules though? That if you really think about the name Vanderpump Rules, what does it mean? That everyone in the Vanderpump Empire is awesome, <laughs> but are they? <laughs> or. Uh, you really took a positive read on I that. Know, I'm I was going to say, like, everyone in the Vanderpump Empire is ruled by Lisa and Lisa only. Yeah. That makes sense, too. But, like... Well, they all depend on her. Yeah, they all depend on her and what she says rules. Yeah. I view it as very, like, negative. Like, they're under her thumb. But as it as the show's gone on, it means less and less and less until it ultimately has become a very meaningless strange name to call a television series i know and with so many people gone which it was hilarious at your live show when you were asking ariana for like give us the deets on like anything and you i I, either you or carrie was like asking a lot of um is there new cast members and she was basically all she kept going back to was brock Mm -hmm. and i'm like I was like, I was like, I bet you there's no new cast members and are not. Yeah. And Brock, though, I would say is fulfilling the he's filling a void. And at first, like last week, I was really into him. And then this week, I'm like, uh oh, like I'm worried for Shishu. (laughs) (laughs) She truly is the queen of the show, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I think this show runs on Sheena's back. I'm sure I know you've talked about it and there was that whole cut article, I think. It always has and it always will. One and her YouTube channel. Her YouTube channel is the gift that keeps on giving. Like her twenty five minute YouTube videos. Her vlogs. Her vlogs. Like I'm like, Sheena, you're gonna become the next like star influencer. Uh, she one time, I think, I don't know if she still has it, but at the end of her videos, she puts like a, a certain percentage of you guys are viewing them, but not subscribing. So please remember to subscribe. <laughs> Whoa. She's that's into like, calling out. That's very Don Dorland, <laughs> bad art friend vibe. That's like if you went on like this podcast at the end and was like a certain percentage of you guys are listening, but you're not fought, like subscribing. God, I don't even have like, I don't think I even have the access to that kind of data but to those of you who are listening right now and you're not subscribing subscribe. i know you better fucking subscribe and also if those of you are listening who are not rating and leaving a comment only positive comments no negativity please i know and we i'm gonna to get on that say too. speak on behalf of the fans this <laughs> podcast 
I I should note that I got to meet Laura Laura through a mutual friend. But regardless, I was a fan for a year or two before I got to meet Laura. And you have fulfilled every single expectation after having listened to this. <laughs> oh my God, thank you so much. It's very true. I was I was in a very like sad place, just with like going through a breakup and whatnot, and came across the podcast on Twitter, and it really it made me laugh so so much. Good. It like put me through like you guys were saying a lot of things that I wouldn't probably not say publicly <laughs> for me, <laughs> but. It was very comforting. It felt like I was just gabbing with friends. Well, good. That's why we do what we do. We just want everyone to be laughing and feel joy. Thank you for your service. So mission accomplished. You're exactly. so welcome. <laughs> I'm like, well, I retired now. I know. I was about to say this if whole... Only, uh, <laughs> if only that review came with like a full lifelong retirement fund... <laughs> I could just pack up my gear and go to Hawaii. Yeah, but... g- give you call her daddy numbers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where is my 60 million Spotify deal? I know. It, it'll come. I know. It'll come. Just give it some time. Alex Cooper, if you're listening to this, come on the Sexy Unique I know, podcast. come on the pod. Yeah. Um. So this starts out this episode with a preparations for a pickleball tournament. And I just recently learned what pickleball even is. What is your pickleball knowledge? Nothing. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't even think I paid attention to the game mm-hmm. well enough to even know how to play it. Just like it's more low stakes tennis with like paddles, oh. I guess. Um, I love Charlie like crying to her boyfriend <laughs> on the phone, which I was like, it's all I'm obsessed with Charlie crying because the way I envision her coming into this season is like she was a newbie last season and it was a very different premise for the show it was like you work at sir you like go out you guys have drama with each other and like you're not really having to step outside of the comfort zone of your day-to-day lives all that much like you live we film and now it's like you have to do all these activities and we're gonna film you and you like have to show up so like if you're hungover, you still have to like go play pickleball. And I see Charlie and Katie, especially really struggling <laughs> with these. And it makes me feel a lot of joy. I know. It's so funny because I love Charlie. And every time I see her, I constantly think if she was on like season one or two, think of how messy her storylines would be. Mm-hmm. I think like when I first met her, I was like, oh, she's going to bring like the messiness in the in the best way possible and she didn't she brought good she's bringing good content but it's definitely a different kind of like polished messiness yeah and i think she's more aware now much yeah because the show's bigger started and the show is bigger yeah Yeah. so but it's interesting to see them all have to be like put through this like new series of squid games (laughs) i know (laughs) i have a note on my phone saying who would win squid games oh my god that's a good question I could see Lala getting pretty far. I agree. Yeah, she's competitive. I think she would have no problem. Like she'd win the tug of war. Yeah, she and and I think Rand. I don't know how far Rand would get. Tom oh. Schwartz, he would either win by just like a random stroke of true luck, or he'd be one of the first to go. I don't think he would get far through the sugar. 
um one where you had to like lick the oh yeah he would pick the umbrella he could pick the umbrella yeah and then he would he also is like so fragile and nervy that i don't know yeah if he would just even be able to like have the stamina like his heart might give out mid sugar yeah ariana would get far yeah ariana would get far i think sandoval would probably get far yeah who else Jax would be he would get far but he would his downfall would be much like during like the glass he yes. he's like the gangster he's who's 100% like, the gangster and yeah I, he would definitely kill he might kill Schwartz like he would start killing friends of his yes. to like get further in the game but ultimately he would be taken out by like fault of his own ego yeah I think do you think Stassi would be like the the that woman who clings to the gangster guy or no because she's too popular it, uh, so i i don't think she would be because that woman was an outcast yeah that woman was an outcast i mean i could see that woman and the gangster were very britney and jack's energy so yeah. uh, and i could see britney taking jacks out with him and yeah. like being like rotten hail as they fall down. yeah yeah that's their idea It'd be of poetic romance and yeah, yeah. <laughs> romantic mm-hmm yeah. Stassi might be able to get far. I think Dodie could get really far. Yes. Because she's just so intense. Oh, wait. She's kind of like the, she reminds me of like the modely girl with the brother. Yeah. They, she has Dodie vibes. Yeah. Yeah. That modely girl who I looked up, she has like 19 million on Instagram. Are you serious? Yeah. They're all blowing up. Yeah. Because of that. Net of Wow. Good for her. I know. Um, who who are we not? Sheena, unfortunately, I don't think would get very far in Squid no. Game. No, I think she'd do the... I, I read, like, green light because, like, that one really got, got a lot of people out. <laughs> I think she would... So I think she could do that. I think most of them could do red light, green light, maybe. Mm-hmm. Just because that's that. But the sugar, I think the sugar would fuck a lot of them up. Katie, I don't know how far Katie would get in Squid Games. Yeah. I... It just is not maybe in the cards for her. Yeah. But she and Schwartz both, I think that they would be out pretty early. Yeah. I think Sandoval would be really invested. But I could see him, I could see him being really good. But then during the sugar, like one tiny crack happens or something. Like it would be one tiny thing like that. It would be just like devastating to watch oh. him. Okay, like, I want this. I want. Vanderpump, Vanderpump Rules, Rules Squid, Squid Games edition. Yeah, but maybe no death. Lisa, actually, for season 10, if they just keep going down this road, which is basically like Squid Games light, they should really consider like season 10 just doing a full-blown Squid Games, bring back all the people that were fired, and then have them all compete. That would be un- D- incredible. Ratings would go through the roof. Bravo, if any of you guys are listening, this is a free idea from me to you. I love it. Okay, cracked the code um james is very ready for pickleball i wrote that i liked his hair yeah his hair is looking good he's looking cute this app um katie is mad that tom sandoval steamrolls schwartz and that's gonna be a theme throughout this episode that word was used so many times in this episode i'm gonna sound like either really dumb can you define steamroll um I guess you just kind of like overrule, override everything someone 
brings up or okay. says. Yeah, just because the amount of times they use that word, I was I think like, they just discovered that as like, it feels very much like a therapy word that one of them just discovered. So they're yeah. mainly Katie. So now it's going to be used over and over. Yeah, that's the word of the season. Her grasp on the English language is tenuous at best. <laughs> <laughs> what does she do? For a living besides a, the show, because everyone else you see all their uh, she has a pot doesn't she have a podcast? I haven't listened. Um, I think she still does. I don't know. I never listened to it. Um, I mean that's a great question. Yeah, Katie, tell us what do you Dude, do? Dude, yeah, I I want her to do something. Yeah. I actually I've turned a total corner with Katie where I used to be like totally anti like her on the show mm-hmm. and now i'm i very much root for her and i hate tom schwartz so much like i want them to break up so 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 bad their edit they are not getting a good edit no I and think. he is truly sucking the life out of her and i you've seen the film mother yeah he is mothering her <laughs> like sh- her life force dies little by little uh, day by day until she I will know. be a shell of herself I, I saw her at the grove once just mm-hmm. strutting it like walking She's beautiful. Stunning. Person. I'm like, Katie, you can get like, okay, Tom Schwartz is very He is also very handsome in person, but he's lacking in every department. Like, looks are the only thing he really has going for him at this point. She's got to cut him loose. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Yeah, hopefully. Um. Schwartz goes, do I listen to my wife? Do I value what she has to say? And then kind of doesn't really answer that question, which tells you everything that you need to know about their relationship. It makes me really sad. It's so deeply sad. It's like really dark. Yeah. It's it's like borderline abusive. Yeah. There's something. Yeah. It's like a mental. He's mind gaming with her kind of. Or there's just so much resentment, I think, bubbling under the surface. Yeah. Both of them have it towards each other. Yeah. I think she wishes he was more of like a take charge kind of man about things. And I think he (laughs) wishes that he were too, because then he wouldn't have to be married to a woman that like has to do everything for him. Yeah. She says, you're laxy daisy about this instead of lackadaisical. Oh, Katie. It's a hard word, but. Yeah. Was she the one who also said um, Oko Yono? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, is she on pills or is she just like sun drunk and a little bit drunk or like what's going on? Well, maybe she's drinking a lot of Truly because that <laughs> is should be the sponsor of the episode. Yeah, they yeah, are really guzzling Truly. Truly and Coors was like full blown everywhere. I'll bet they get at least Coors for free. Yeah. Also, why... Especially Tony. (laughs) Tony is just crawling onto Michael. Tony. Tony. Tony's like a little human. I know. Um, I was going to say that. um, Oh, I noticed on this show and most a lot of reality shows, they always have so much water and like just drinks on their nightstands. Yeah. I'm like, is that like a thing in real life? Because I don't think I've ever had like seven water bottles on my nights. I don't have those either. And I think it's maybe like they're just staying 
I haven't noticed what their water nightstand vibe is like in their own homes, but definitely yeah. when they're at hotels, they err on the side of many beverages. Then again, I feel like like I've done that where like you drink half a water bottle and then like you get another free one and Yeah. And they probably have finish. like endless craft services. Yeah. Especially on like a set like this where they're it's hot in Palm Springs. Yeah. When was this filmed? Like May? Must have been summertime. Yeah, because I feel like the world, I feel like LA hadn't fully opened yet. No, I think that's probably why they could do something like the Coachella setup because the polo field's like just excited to have something going on. Yeah, they're giving them money. Yeah. Um, Randall's assistant has come with him out to (laughs) Palm Springs. And I really feel for Sean, the assistant to Randall okay, Emmett. who is, I thought, very good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was a little confused why he was there. <laughs> I was like, is he his personal assistant? Which, Sorry. if that's the case, I understand. Because I guess, technically, I'm going to be way too boring with this answer. But technically, this is all work mm-hmm. for them. So, like, they're going to shoot a show. Yeah, right so now. he does need, like... I'm. I too wonder what purpose he serves other than just for a flex. Because yeah. it's like, is he? He's just carrying. Seems that his purpose so far is to carry a cake inside, or carry like pickleball supplies somewhere. Yeah. TBD if he's like rolling call. I don't know. Yeah. Like, is Randall <laughs> making huge film deals when the camera? I want to see off? Randall like at work. Like, I want to know what goes on. I mean, it seems he makes a lot of movies, so I'll bet he's pretty busy. Yeah. Also, the racket ball thing said, give them Lala and Randall on them. Oh, they did? They had their podcast logo. Yeah, they were branded. Wow. And I thought, wow. That was also, like, to get them was branded, like... It was a commitment. Did the assistant do it? Did production do it? I know. I'll bet, like, I'll bet the assistant probably did it. Well, I have to say to the all assistants out there, like... He's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. No, like, he's showing up. He looks like he doesn't look miserable. Yeah. You know, that's half the battle yeah. in a situation It's a like hard this. job, so he's doing a good job. Brock has been out on the courts for hours practicing, <laughs> getting ready for a pickleball <laughs> tournament. He does not even come close to winning, which I loved. Yeah, he... The, <laughs> I have no comment on yeah. that. I, yeah. I'm fascinated at watching these people navigate the high stakes arena of parenthood. Yeah, it's it's actually better drama than I realized. Mm-hmm. I, I was nervous I was going to be bored. No, it's like it really is interesting because like we find out kind of their philosophies on yes. help. And that is just a cool <gasps> glimpse. And that's going to be intense drama because like you could make stupid drama about like I don't know, even sleeping with someone. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like parenting, like you don't fuck with that. No, people get like so crazed about it. Yeah. And it, I know that there's going to be someone who's going to accuse the other person of being a bad parent eventually. Oh, definitely. Or yeah. just like, like out of touch or whatever. I mean, Sheena's kind of starts it by the end of this episode, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, Lala's putting on a show of like screaming and being a sore loser. And I think yeah. she's, my theory now is that she's just like acting a certain way for the cameras because yeah. she knows like being a bitch will get her, will make it more juicy. But I wish that she wouldn't do that and just be 
just give us Lala. I know. I well, I think just this season and last season and the season before are they're becoming so produced mm-hmm. for I think obvious reasons as well. If because they're too self aware, these people. Yeah. Of the the fact, but like, yeah, Lala needs to um, just and Lala brings drama naturally. She does. She's compelling to watch yeah. whether she's being a bitch or not. Like the thing that switched me was when she and Rand are talking before they go to the pickleball thing. And she's like, can you not argue with me right now? Like kind of dressing him down. And the expression on his face was one of like awe and yeah. laughter where I was like, Oh, this is like a joke that she's like going to be like his bitch wife in the scene. And like, he's like getting a kick out of it. This is not like their real dynamic. I do love watching their them like regardless if it's their real dynamic. I love to seeing the two of them together because mm-hmm. I know I are. would watch a spinoff of them. Yeah. 100%. Give them Lala. Give and us Randall. Lala and Rand. Yeah. Um, Katie's misery at the courts is the ultimate comedy to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her. I feel like I, what they, I feel like if they had to put like a trope for a character, it's always her being miserable. Mm-hmm. It's very your vibes, but I'm also it's just like forcing her to participate in games is something I know that she never saw coming. Never, and so it's like incredible to like watch her try and navigate <laughs> the fact that she like has to play pickleball. Oh my God, I want to see her playing like um, Twister. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there will be many more games and like dress up I things. Hope. I hope. It also made me realize how much I hate games. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be... I don't like like an organized game type of thing. Like, I would love to... I'd love to be in the summer house, but I wouldn't like it. Like, during COVID when they had to play all sorts of like long yeah. games, I'm like, no, I don't like to do yeah. that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like, you know that... Like, don't you have that friend that's always like, let's play a game right now. And it's like, like, like let's pull out cards and stuff. I'm like... I like to watch people play games. Yeah. Like I love, I like watching people play like Jenga or something like that, but I don't love like, I'm also not like a big person who wants to like dress up in a themed yeah. thing. Like I'm, I don't mind if other people do, but it's just not, it's not my sweet spot. I agree. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. When Tom Sandoval like sneaks off and called a woman named Brittany, I literally thought he was calling Brittany Cartwright. Oh my god! <laughs> I want them to bring them up. Can't they bring them up? They showed Jackson a like flashback. I think did they? I think in the first episode it was a clip from like he wasn't the focus, but he mm-hmm. was in the clip because they're going to have to do that at times. You're right. Like they actually haven't talked about them at all. I for I didn't even realize that until you just said it. Yeah. But they have not even spoken of the them they who shall not be named. I know they're like Voldemort <laughs> in this show. I know. I, I and it's funny because like they do hang out with them regularly. Yeah, they're all like a bunch of them are still friends. I mean, I think Lala and Rand are like best friends with Brittany and Jack. Yeah, and I'm sure Katie and Stassi are still yeah. very close. Yeah, maybe Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly can join the show. Oh my god, that I'm would kidding, be really major. That would be really major. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, oh yeah. Um, Sandoval looks really hot helping yeah. helping James out. Yeah, he's being a good friend. The Heat agrees with him. Yeah, I like his facial hair. Me too. It's all like the look is really working this season. And then... James DJs by the pool while they all dance and like Katie's like half-heartedly dancing and again my heart just like filled with joy she's there to work I know I mean that would be me it would be really hard to like get it up to this level of like excitement and like a small part like it's a very small group of people it's five people yeah and like are the do you think producers are like okay now james is gonna dj and like everyone dance and have fun i would be like fuck you yeah, they probably said, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... That is true hell. I can't I think of anything worse. Do you think Sandoval... I know I'm jumping ahead, but do you think Sandoval actually paid for all that stuff for Rochella? Probably, but he might have been reimbursed by, like, 
the yeah. sh- production or something like that. Yeah, because like that's a lot of money. I know he p- shelled out probably like five grand. I know, and like, and like they really want to show him paying it. Hmm. I yeah. feel like that must be worked into some like, like budget thing. Yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. You know, it kind of looked fun. It looked. It looked okay. It, like, I wasn't mad at the fireworks. I thought the fireworks were a great touch. Yeah. It, I can take or leave like a sash dancer at yeah. all times. It reminded me of like something if I was in high school, I would be so excited. Mm-hmm. To, like with all my friends, like after school, like we're going to this event. Yeah. Like that would be fun. Maybe that's a very LA thing. I don't know. No, but... it reminded me of like we had like book fairs growing up where yeah. it would be like there were a bake sale and the book fair and then there would be little like game stands like at a fair or something yeah like i feel like i would like really have enjoyed that my like senior year Mm -hmm. it does feel young yeah then again consider the source yeah um they all played jenga and sandoval has to rap and he reveals he pissed on his fur jacket the night before the hypochondriac in me just <laughs> froze because I was like, I'm sure there's a washer, washing machine there. There's got to be. Yeah. And yeah, I also, those Jenga blocks, I felt really bad because I was like, what PA had to write on all of these Jenga blocks? Because mm-hmm. someone hand wrote those. And I know it wasn't just like, I've never even, I didn't know that there was such a thing as like challenge Jenga. I know. So I was like, did they do this? Or no, it was, it was also right. a Probably huge PA. Jenga blocks. Mm-hmm. Like they were like bricks. Yeah. Again, it's like Jenga for like fourth graders. Yeah. Their Consider activities the now that I'm thinking about it are not as elevated as the summer house cast. Yeah. Activities. But maybe because it's a TV show. Because like I think like, you know, this is stereotypical, but like they would play cards against humanity or like something that like adults play kind mm-hmm. of. But then again, that would not be exciting to watch on TV. Yeah. And I guess like they are not as many of them. Well, I guess they there are some sober people in the crew, which there are less sober people on Summer House. There's just Carl. Yeah. So when there's multiple sober people, you can't really do like a cast wide drinking Uh, game. I want to see them play a trivia game. Trivia would be good. Like, I want to know their thoughts on, like, historical. Yeah, any sort of historical knowledge is always great. Um, again, I just keep coming back to Squid Games, and I'm like, we need Squid Games. We need Squid Games. James is asked, out of the group, who would you fuck, marry, or kill? <laughs> and he says he'd have to marry Raquel because she's the love of my life. And then that he would fuck Lala because he's fucked her before. And I just wrote, poor Raquel. I know. Having to hear that. I know. Out loud. Like, it's all we know. And it's like. And living in, like, Lala's shadow. Yeah. For all time. Sad. And, while, and, and on camera. Mm-hmm. And being recorded. And then Schwartz goes, you can kill Katie. <laughs> I was like. My <laughs> jaw dropped to the floor. I, God, he has. Away with words. Truly, like, that sums up their entire relationship. I know. 
And I don't want to be like a judge of someone's relationship that I don't know, but on camera, it does not look good. No. On camera, it is not being portrayed well. I think it's very what you see is what you get. I'm thinking also back to the times on Pump Podcast when they came on and they would get they got into a fight once on that podcast. So it's like oh my God. always been the vibe of their relationship. They love fighting. They love to fight, but they don't, it seems like they don't love to fuck. So I'm like, what are you guys doing together? Cause sometimes, know. you know, cause some couples like they love to fight and then they like, like have great sex. Yeah. And that's like part of their like toxic back and forth. Yeah. I don't know what Katie and Tom's toxic back and forth is. I was going to say that when you had them over, because I know you've socialized with many of them in the past, who is the most different in person? Mm. Like you could tell they're putting on something for the camera. Really? Like none of them. Well, they were all very authentically what you see on TV is that's what you good. get IRL. That's good. Yeah. And I think I asked you this the first time I met you. Would you, you would not go on a show like this or like a reality show? No, I don't think so. Cause I, it's like, there's too much of a variable. And also I think the fans are so insane and that's myself included as I literally have a podcast (laughs) like devoted to talking about these the people on these shows. Oh yeah, the commentary would. Yeah, be... and I don't think I could handle that very well. Yeah, like I, I that would destroy either. me. So yeah. no, I prefer to watch yeah. and then. I feel like you'd be a really shit. good host. Thank of you. Like, like a. Do you know I auditioned once to be the host of the Vanderpump Rules after show that was oh, very short lived. Um, well, they should bring it back. Well, maybe. With you as the host. I'm sure the cats would love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, Ariana would be super excited. Ariana would be excited. I can't say the same for anyone else. Sandoval might be excited. Sheena. Maybe not. Sheena, love her. Yeah. We'll see. Now that Jax is off, you I never know. know what could happen. I really want, I, was, I forgot to bring this up, I really want a spinoff of Sheena and Charlie, like, taking Miami, or like, Sheena and Charlie... And just seeing what happens. Yeah. Maybe Sheena pre-baby, but... Sheena, I would love something with, like... Remember the girl Farah from last season in Vanderpump Vegas? She's giving a lot of wild energy on Instagram, and I really feel like we need to get cameras rolling on her ASAP. I need that. that. And I need a Vanderpump Vegas spinoff. I know. Where's also Vanderpump Dogs? Remember when that was supposed to happen? I watched it. It came out. It was on Peacock. Oh, how was it? Not good. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, how did Okay, that... not good. Okay, it's not good if you wanted to watch a show that was like Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. So, and I think that's what I went into it not knowing. Um, it was mostly just like that Lisa trying to pair people with dogs. Oh, okay. Like it was, mo- it was more heartwarming. Got which it. Okay. Which I'm all for. I think like when I say not good, it just wasn't Vanderpump. Yeah. Um, You're like, we already have a million of these dog shows. Like, we don't. Yeah, and it was a lot more staged because of COVID. Mm. Like, you could just tell, like, it was, like, these people were obviously pre-selected. And, like, I did see one of the people with his dog in WeHo once. Oh, amazing. So I'm glad to know that. It worked out. It worked out. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know if a dog place is the most exciting drama well, I think if you're focusing on the people that work there and volunteer there and the dogs are very secondary, then it could be because those John guys that work there seemed really messy. 
Yes. And one had a bowl cut and I was into that. But like, I feel like there's too many dog shows already. Yeah. Like I don't, I love a dog as much as the next person, but I'm yeah. not in it. What do you think Lisa's next venture will be? She has a, a restaurant. She has a dog place. She had her like. She has a podcast. She does have a podcast. She actually has really good guests on her podcast. Yeah, she does. Um, like, No, she, I was about to say a gay bar, but. Yeah, I don't know what she'll do. Yeah. I went to pump recently. How was but... it? Very empty at 6 p.m., mm-hmm. but it was a Friday at 6. They put us way in the back, and they were like, we had no, they, they were like, we can't book you at 8. We have to have you guys at 6. Like, that's our earliest. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a Caesar salad, which was, was actually it? not bad. Did it fill up by the time that you left? It did fill up, but it still was not like. Okay. They uh, love giving you like a shitty table at those restaurants. Yeah, they gave it to us very far in the back and i will say the wait staff were great but it also made me nervous because maybe they're so great because we're their only customers mm-hmm. so they have no one else to come to yeah i think it's like you're probably onto something there yeah but i still love the restaurant i don't want to be banned i love hearing that you went there and that the caesar was good yeah the caesar was good and the drinks are good there i think You've had more experience going there than I have. Like, I really would st- I never really had a cocktail. I don't trust like the cocktails at her establishments aside from Tom Tom, but I would always get like Vanderpump Rose whenever yeah. I was at uh, yeah. Sir Pump. I, I want her to like open a place like in Silver Lake. That would be interesting. I'm very curious because I don't think it would, it can't. Silver Lake need, it's like right on the precipice of having shit like that anyways. Yeah. Like it's like hipster Disneyland over there. Yeah. I want to see like what hipster, like hipster unique or. I know. Maybe she would do like an east side, an east side venture or a valley venture. I could see her doing like. Like in Studio City or mm -hmm. Calabasas. Yeah. Starting a Tom Tom in Studio City could make a lot of sense yeah like near jones on third in like studio city Mm -hmm. again we just give great idea after great idea to these people i should honestly invoice them i know you should honestly be lisa's day-to-day manager i'm like a consultant at this point for free they're so lucky on her payroll (laughs) raquel is challenged to give a toast which (laughs) she's not great at which no no worries honestly it's like who cares but it turns out that she deeply deeply cares about her lack of toasting abilities yeah i didn't know how she got quite emotional she did and i don't understand where that really came from i feel like it might be more tied to just like the insecurity around lala than actually like yeah her insecurity i felt bad because it was very real like the crying and all that because you know there are some people you've seen on these shows that you could tell they're not really Mm -hmm. but she was i could i felt really bad i also i've never been obviously on a reality show but i guess when the cameras are on you it it can really push your emotions i'm sure yeah, and so that I'm like getting all like psychological into it. Like, the toast really, it really exploded into like an unexpected, like navigation of her childhood traumas. Yeah. Then I need to know more. I, know. I hope that we get like a deeper dive like, into it. I love how much she's grown on the show. She Rafa. has grown a lot. Like, truly, she's 
in a good place, I think. She is, and she's sticking up for herself more. I like to see that. I think... She's finally a, ma- a, a, a regular. She was in enough episodes to... Mm-hmm. She's overdue. pulled it off. Like, she's in it for the long haul now. Yeah. She's I, always been one to watch in my book. From the second she I remember wa- walked on the screen. Talk about Raquel, and you're like, my queen. And I'm like... <laughs> Truly my queen. I love Raquel. My queen, my angel. I love seeing her in Sheena's vlogs, too. Like, mm-hmm. like during COVID, Sheena was just, like, living, laughing, and loving during COVID. And Raquel and James were with them. I love that. It was so fun. Sheena's mom and Brock have a lot of tension, I guess, because so Sheena's mom has been her nanny, essentially, and it's her mom's birthday. And Brock decided to go practice pickleball for hours and like make Sheena's mom care for the baby. And Sheena didn't want him to do that. And I'm just nervous about I'm scared this relationship. I'm scared because Sheena and her mom have such a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell that they are like so close and like her mom is her everything that like if anything happens, I, yeah. I know it's a hard situation though, because I feel like when you are in a relationship with another person, like that should be more important than like your relationship with family members. Not saying like, not like if they're trying to like tear you apart from your family, yeah, that's like, bad. Yeah, but like doing bad things, but but they're like the top priority. Of course, yeah. And I don't know. Well, it remains to be seen. It's unfolding. Stay tuned. But I feel like maybe they need a new nanny or nurse. Like maybe they don't need to have the mom be like that person on the payroll. Yeah, but however, Sheena, as we saw with some of the drama probably coming up, she, it's a big deal to Sheena to not have a nanny yeah. or caretaker. But if you're paying, like, it's not like you're saving money by having your mom do it. No. Like, you're still paying someone to watch your kid. So, like, yeah. if your mom's willing to do that, then why don't you just split the time? It's yeah. interesting. And I mean, like, when she's doing the show, it's a job. So it's like, yeah, just, you could hire someone just when you're doing the show, mm-hmm. you know, and then when you're not working, like, then again, I'm no parent. But yeah, yeah, I don't mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I know. I, I never had a nanny or anyone to take care of me like that. Like my mom was there. So mm-hmm. I feel very privileged to say that. But like, I'm all for support staff if you need. Yeah. Got the support staff in there. I'm like want to know i'd like a spinoff of just like vanderpump nannies oh, that would be really good nanderpump rules, nanderpump rules. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this made me like sad for sheena because i also saw how brock could be kind of an asshole and like i just i just want sheena to be happy i know and we'll get into some of the brock's past and that i know made me nervous raquel's confessional outfit the bridgerton vibes are strong very much i think i, I what did oh no i just wrote raquel <laughs> that was my only note um yes very bridgerton um she still looked very pretty but yeah yeah she British. looks gorgeous but i'm just like why some of their outfits i'm like how are you why are you doing this to yourself it's I shocking know. i know katie had shocking katie had two interesting looks which ones 
there she was has one, her pink dress. Yeah, there was a, which I really like that look. Also, the pour in the background, like the her wine glass had the biggest pour I've ever seen. Oh, incredible! Yeah, um, and then the other one was like black and like she had heavy makeup and stuff. It was interesting. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come make a comeback though. But, I'm still just I, I really, really hung up on her hair. I knew I I was about to say that I actually liked her hair with the look, but I'm sure people will disagree. What, what okay, so I think I discovered like the thing that she needs to do with her hair to make it a little bit better would be to part it in the middle instead of on the side. Yeah. I think a middle part and then like maybe just grow out those back layers some. Yeah, I I'm, I have no idea how to, <laughs> what to say, but my roommate got a haircut very similar to Ariana's and like v- immediately we were discussing like how to make sure it always looks like, like a good fit and mm-hmm. stuff. And I think just the outfits, it's the I outfits. Love, it's all about the outfits. I think what, how did her outfits change? My roommate or Katie? Your roommate. Um, she wore a lot more slim fitting outfits. Okay. Because her hair, because her hair was very similar to Ariana's, uh, I we were, I was like, wear something a little more slim fitting because I just I feel like when it's when your hair is shorter, wearing baggier clothes, it just kind of overwhelms. It's gonna be a more dowdy like, effect. Proportion, yeah, and proportion okay. wise. I, I'm no expert, but that's just my thought. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I hope that she can have like some hair rehabilitation over the course yeah. of this she's season. She's had the most changes to her hair, too. Yeah, she's always switching it up. Yeah, I like her hair when it's really long. Me too. Like, yeah. She just has like long, luscious, thick hair. She has good hair. It's maybe too thick to have in a cut like that. Because I was looking as well, Raquel's hair is like a short bob. But her hair texture is very different from Katie's hair texture. Yeah. I think it's more fine and yeah. thus, and her features are a little more delicate. So it just like sits, lays better. Yeah. But I think it's also a different kind of cut. Katie's hair does like a Karen swoop that <laughs> Schwartz definitely calls out, which I would literally kill my husband if he said that to me on camera. But we'll get there too. <laughs> Mikkel is deeply intimidated by Lala and as she's crying to James outside, she goes, I can't even give a proper toast. What the fuck is that? And I was like, Raquel, don't worry, girl. It very much was like reminded me of like when you've had, like when someone is drinking a bit and like they get very hung up on something that normally would be a much smaller thing. Mm-hmm. That was just how what I I felt, but she might have not been drinking. I don't know, but it was it was a lot. James even seems like he doesn't know how but to he like was console really, her. I actually thought he was really good. Yeah, like he was one of the best like Jameses I've seen on the show, in the sense that he wasn't maybe also because he's about to propose to her, but still he was just like I'm trying to help. I don't know what to do, but I'm trying. He was trying. I like when he go, he's like, no, you're so good at talking to your friends, though. <laughs> you're so amazing at having conversations with I know. Friends. I know. My, uh, my other reaction King. was like, you're on a TV show. Like, you're in front of people all the time talking. So yeah. giving a toast. I, I agree with you, though. I think Lala was a big factor. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. like, I mean, 
you look at them in Jenga and everyone's dressed relatively normally. And then Lala's sitting there with like her Spanish bullfighter hat and like a chunky earring and glasses. Yeah, like, like, like she's she looks really world. good, but I'm just like, you're. She's in a whole different league. Yeah. She's just belongs on a different show. Yeah. And I think it, if I were Raquel, I'd feel a little bit out of my element as well i know <laughs> so Raquel. like your challenge to give a toast and you really probably don't have that many good things to say because you're really only <laughs> friends with like 50 percent of the people that are here i know it's very it's it's becoming very similar to housewives where like they aren't all good friends outside the show now they're being forced to be paired up mm-hmm. with each other <laughs> so when you pass it to Raquel, she's like well i'm glad that Old friends are here. I know. Why didn't you like, pass it to one of the Toms? Like the Toms loved giving speeches. I know. They just want to put Raquel on the on the spot and highlight her struggle. Or maybe this sounds strategic, but maybe Raquel has said in, like privately to to them, like, "Oh, I don't like giving speeches," and then they were like, "This will be drama." Yeah. Katie goes to Tom. She goes, do I look bad? And he goes, no, you look cute. Your hair's a little bit of a Karen haircut, though. And I was just like, God damn. God. She can't catch a fucking break. <laughs> I know. I'm like, hey, Tom, like, if you're hearing people like get upset with you, don't be shocked. Why? Because I feel like the tides are all turning on him now. Like, everyone's on the same page. And I have to shout out, like, the early Tom Schwartz haters, of which there were very few and far between, but I know people have come on the pod and been vocally like anti Tom Schwartz for a long time. Yeah. I feel like he'd be really fun. Like at a co- like back in college, like at a college party, yeah. like someone just to like drink with and like have fun. And just like, he's like a silly guy. He's like just a silly sidekick kind of guy. Yeah. Or like that person that like, when you're going out, you're like, I'll text Tom. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he'll show up and he'll be a good time. But silly sidekick guy doesn't age well. No. There's only one place where they can go and that's like down yeah, into the depths of like divorce and like beer belly dumb. I don't want to wish divorce upon anyone, but I also wish happiness. Yeah. I I mean, I wish divorce leading to happiness. Yeah. Sometimes you have to go through it. Of course. And what we're seeing on the show, Mm -hmm. it's not looking good. Sandoval comes over and that's when Katie says that they need to have a steamroll conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, she's like, now tell him now. And Schwartz goes, man, you kind of steamrolled me. And then Sandoval goes, no, I did not. (laughs) And then he was like, okay. And then he tries to tell, like, he tries to tell him that like, it's actually like Katie's issue that she wants. Yeah. And that's when we had, the classic line, don't Okoyono me. Please don't Okoyono me. I saw so many screenshots of that on Twitter today. <laughs> it, it's iconic. It is iconic. Uh, yeah. I I, um, I still have notes here. Where is Lisa? That was like my only note for that <laughs> You're scene. You're in like a 911 need Lisa now mode. Yeah. I would just like, what? Like, this is truly like, it's, it's like a bottle episode like of the show, which I'm all for, but I was like, Where's the restaurant? Where's Lisa? I guess it is it's a weird whole different show. to have them have like a big life event such as 
an engagement and normally when this happens they at least facetime lisa or she's like darling i sent you champagne or she gives them a gift of some sort and there's none of that so that's kind of strange i thought she was gonna show up i thought we were gonna get a surprise from lisa oh yeah okay yeah you're right why didn't she just drive down to palm springs and make an appearance Again, I know that you probably would not have preferred that, but like... Well, she is like, I guess, having problems with James because of his fight with Max. I know, at Dantana's, which I also got into a fight with a friend at Dantana's, so... Is it a real hotbed of drama? Maybe it is, I don't know. (laughs) Claws out at Dantana's? I don't know. What happened with your fight? Oh, we were just bickering. Like it wasn't anywhere close to. You didn't push over it. No, heater. not even close. <laughs> and I'm I'm being dramatic by even saying it was a fight, but still, like you know, an Dan interesting Hannah's, twist. But their chicken parmesan's delicious. Yeah, I mean the food's good. The Caesar salad is good. Oh, I need to get that next time. Mm-hmm. And I like an anchovy, so oh, yeah. I'm not mad at it. like an anchovy Caesar salad. In fact, I don't think it's a Caesar if it doesn't have anchovies. I've never had anchovy before. You have probably, but you just don't know. Okay, it. you're right. Probably. <laughs> it's been ground up in other things. Exactly. And then you're like, mm, this tastes so good, but I you know. would never know. That scene with Katie and Schwartz and Sandoval and with Schwartz going, I feel great right now. Do you, Schwartz? He definitely doesn't. No. He definitely feels like a shell of a man. Yeah. No, see, it's that that reads very clearly. I want to see a day in the life of Katie and Tom because I'm I'm sure they they're gonna do one. They've done one or maybe will Oof, for like I Us think. Weekly or something. Yeah, they should do like an Us Weekly or even yeah. like the Twenty One Things You Don't Know About Me. Oh, I would love that. Or What's in My Bag <gasps> for okay, Katie. I love a What's in My Bag. I love it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like like. They wouldn't do this, but a 73 questions video. They should honestly do a 73 questions for every person on Vanderbump Rules. Truly, they should. Mm -hmm. I want to know where they do it at, like what they would like ask them, who would be in it because they always have like a guest person in it. They'd be really good. They should do one with Tom and Ariana in their house. They'd be really good. Theirs think, would, they would really. And you know Sandoval would like bring his yeah. A game. Honestly, like just because they're all personalities, they would all be really good on that, That I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sheena would be the most like a lot. <laughs> Sheena would it. be incredible. Oh, I You would. could follow her to Palm Springs. I could just watch Sheena for hours. You could start with her in her LA apartment and then end with her in yeah. Palm Springs. I know pool. exactly where that apartment is, by the way. It's very obvious whenever they post it. Really? Should I reveal it on the pod? Um, um no, we I won't, won't reveal. We yeah. won't reveal on the pod. Yeah, that's but not like, a good idea. I it's in Hollywood and... and it's very Okay. It's a very it's a really nice building. It's newer. Oh, good. Good for her. I'm sad that she left the marina. <laughs> Because I loved her journey west. Um, I have three good friends in Marina Del Rey, and it is a drive from West Hollywood. Oh, it's a total drive. But Do they live in like... They live in the marina. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. a lot for me. I like, like, like near northern Abbott. Marina Del Rey, where it's like that ambiguous Venice marina yeah. area that's still kind of Venice, but then I guess is technically Marina Del Rey. But once you get into like the marina marina... I don't understand that anymore. Yeah, it is really pretty to look at, but driving around, I'm like, what is there to do? No, where are we? It's very like Matrix. Yeah. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Sandoval and James go to secretly set up Archella. Like, what is the name of this? Like, Raquel Cella. Why didn't they just say... Why did they call it Raquella? <laughs> That's actually a much better... Because it looks like Raychella, and her name's not Rachel. No. And then Archella is cute, but, like, Raquella is... Yeah. Like, more of the Coachella. Or doesn't even need to have, like, a cella in it. Like It does, because she... Uh, how would you know it's, like, a Coachella that's true. thing? That's true. If it didn't have the Ella. Yeah. But it's literally on the Coachella grounds, which I was like, good for them. I like, know. they're really doing it. it. made me want to go. I've never been. It made me want Yeah, uh, you don't... I mean, you're young, so you could still have a lot of fun. Yeah, I would go once, at least. Go... Everyone should go once. Yeah. Yeah. Sando pays for the whole party. Yeah, and seemingly. we discussed that, and we aren't sure. Yeah, I just wrote, "Wow, what a friend!" Truly, what a friend! Mm-hmm. Like, also, um, this is a, a very a side note, but James's apartment. I looked up where that the photo they show like the outside of. Mm-hmm. That's like in Koreatown, but it says West Hollywood on the. They did that a lot with, they used to do that with Jax's apartment too, because okay. he lived in Koreatown, but they would always say it was like Hollywood or something. Okay. So I think they're Deceiving trying to throw us. people off the scent. Yeah, which I get, I I, I, I can understand why for pri- safety reasons, why mm-hmm. they might want people not to know where. I, yeah, I guess in those big buildings. Yeah. It's like a little bit different. Yeah, maybe she doesn't even live in that building that they showed. Yeah, maybe of. maybe they're doing a Chris Jenner where they just show the yeah. totally a, a totally different building. Hey, smart! I would do the same thing. Yeah, normally. Um, but yeah, James uh, Sandoval is a really good friend, a really generous friend. Like I don't know how I would pay him back. Incredibly generous. Yeah, I don't know if you do pay him back or if maybe that's his like wedding gift or something. Like, have you ever had a friend spe- pay five thousand dollars? Yeah. No. I've had friends be really generous with me, like take me on vacation uh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but they're included. But like, in, yeah. yeah, not just being like, here, let me pay this whole thing. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Lala and Sheena's 
babies have a play date and they're both really cute. That was really cute. I want to see more of that. And we find out that Randall just changed his first diaper a week prior. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know how to feel about that, honestly, because I guess I wouldn't want to be, I guess I wouldn't want to be a a mom and then it's just known that it's going to be me or the nanny that has to change the kids' diapers. Yeah. I, I don't even know how my thought process on that because I, I know he's a busy guy. Yeah. And I don't know what his last relationship was like. And maybe they had an agreement where she was like, I'll do the diapers. You do this. Like, we don't know. Personally, I think he should do more of the diapers. I think a lot of people would. I love a 50, 50 diaper or even like a 70, 30 diaper. Like they air, I'm going to have to do everything else. So like, why don't you just take over diaper duty? Yeah. They're dying. It's so funny. The juxtaposition between them and then Sheena and Brock with like baby stuff. It's incredible. And I hope that they like play it the fuck up this season. I want to see so much of that juxtaposition because it, because I, I can actually understand why people could be sympathetic with both ends. Definitely. Like if you have the means to like, have the night nurse and take that stress off. Like, I guess go for it. But it's clear that Sheena has some sort of resentment against Lala because she says like, I would never want to be in a relationship or have a kid with someone who wasn't a 50% partner. Yeah. And she says, but I guess Lala has a price. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh, Sheena. Oh my God. I know. I think, Oh, <laughs> yeah, I I do love this drama because it's this is like true drama that like yeah. is not being like made up in any which way. And um, yeah, it's going to get intense. I don't think the husbands are going to get as like or the boyfriend's partners are going to get like as no. involved in the drama, which is this fine. is definitely like female drama. Yeah. For that, for the, in the, in terms of the show, someone is going to call the other person a bad mother. It's going to happen. Oh, it'll definitely happen. I mean, I think that Brock isn't doing himself any favors with that sordid past of his. I know it really, it's a dark relationship history. So dark. Like, obviously we don't know the full story, but. He reveals he hasn't seen his kids in four years. His wife cut him out of the kids' lives, and they I guess she got remarried, and now the her new husband has taken over as their father. Yeah. And what's crazy is Sheena's daughter with Brock was born on the same birthday as his daughter with his ex, who's named Winter, and they named their daughter summer and that, which i thought was cute i thought it was cute too i do love that dig where sheena's like oh i've always wanted to name my child summer and they show her <laughs> give a completely different name madison marie parks valetta yeah exactly yeah i it sounds like a just a terrible situation for those kids mostly because yeah. i don't think it's like doing them any favors to have like a father totally cut out of their lives. If it really is like the mom is the one that said like, yeah, 
don't ever come around here ever again. And then my f- next thought was also these kids now have to deal with their father talking about it on national television. I know. That was the darker part in like like ima- like imagine your father leaves you. I don't again we don't know all the details but like now I'm gonna, now he's going to talk about it on television. I know and you're like sad stories there for the world to see. Yeah, and you're seeing him all happy with his new baby and like his new girlfriend and like Everything seems fun on yeah, the surface. But it's really yeah, it's sad. Sad, but hey, with certain people gone from the show, we need there needs some <laughs> darkness. It had to be filled somehow. I know this be is our darkness. What you wish for, because this is it. Yeah, yeah. Sheena says it sounds bad, but there's a lot more to it. <laughs> That's <laughs> which, if you have to say that about like your baby daddy's life. You might have picked the wrong baby daddy. I'm just saying. That's like when you start a story and know that it's like you have no excuses. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's bad, but. There's a lot more to it. Uh, Lala can't even hide the like horror on her face. Yeah. Good. But I'm. I mean, yeah. Lala is an interesting character study because she's pretty much the only one out of everyone in that group. I guess Tom and Ariana, I consider them in like a different realm. Like they seem like a true like partnership with yeah. each other, like equals in the relationship, both financially and like otherwise. Mm-hmm. But Lala's the only person that like leveled up in a relationship. That's true. Well, also like, yeah, she's the only one who like got with someone who was very wealthy and like mm-hmm. truly seemingly wealthy and powerful yeah seemingly wealthy and powerful and like she you know has a much more glamorous lifestyle obviously yeah you know she should be on real housewives she should and i mean you think about even like stassi i feel like she leveled down with and ended up with a man who was like beneath her yeah but i do i i God, oh my god, that was the first time I thought about Bo in a very long time. <laughs> I have not thought about because they're not on the show and it's I been know. so long. I like to like I can force be- thinking thoughts about Bo on people. <laughs> Go. <laughs> For, oh my god, I don't know. Bo was always someone that I would just like. He's there. He's. I know a lot. I'm of not people impressed. Don't like him. I've never been impressed. I get why they work well together. I found him to be one of the more normal people on the show in the sense. Then again, I'm complete. Maybe I'm sounding delusional because I can't remember him on the show. No, I'm truly like, forgetting. The second they're gone, they're out. It's out of sight, out of mind. It's kind of incredible how like disposable the gone ones are. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah, it's like oh, I remember their engagement in um uh the cemetery. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. That's I remember his tattoos. He has hideous tattoos. I don't remember what it was, but I remember... They were just like... I just remember being like, oh my God, those tattoos are so ugly. But... um, Oh, so I did think Stassi had the best house. Actually, I really liked her house. Or at least I yeah, liked the location. Yeah, she has the best house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway. Sando comes back from like setting up everything with James. And Schwartz is like, where were you? I texted you. You were gone for hours. I was worried. And then Katie goes... See, that's how I feel when you go missing for hours. And I was like, oh, my God. That was so sad. Like, that's still happening. I can't believe she married this person. Yeah. 
and I hate this is so cynical, but if they do get a divorce and if it goes badly, well, that'll be good TV. Here's it would be great TV, but, but here's what I imagine. So dark today not. in the in their divorce saga that's always at front of mind for me now. You have fan you have you have written fan fiction about their. Divorce. I, ha- I have an ever going like story because I try and like play it out, and I today it hit me that like at first I thought oh Schwartz is so passive that he would be great to get divorced from because you could just take it all and he has like no agency and like you just take him for all he's worth move on with your life and are a better woman for it but then I thought today his passivity could actually be terrible because what if he lawyered up and got just like a pit bull attorney who was hell-bent on taking you for everything you're worth and he's too passive to like set any sort of boundaries around that then oh you're the one on the shit end of the stick and i feel like that could easily happen oh. right yeah like if lisa decided that she which she probably would try and hook him up with like an attorney friend of hers what if lisa be- is the attorney <laughs> Lisa's Lisa court. brokers their entire divorce on oh camera. God. That actually okay. would be a great. And honestly, season. I could totally see Lisa having her own like in another world Judge Judy divorce type divorce court. Yeah. Oh my god, Lisa would totally do a divorce court or like something with animals. Like you just came up with a great idea for like Lisa's next. Act. Like her in like a court, like um, uh, like yeah, just her dealing with pet issues Mm -hmm. like this dog keeps pooping on this person's lawn like they should you know someone wants to do something about it yeah like civil pet issues between people okay another great idea put it in the bank yeah quibby where you at (laughs) sheena comes running in she goes i just drained six ounces out of my tits and i just love frazzled milk breasts sheena it's like a really good iteration of her personality and character i I love mommy sheena i love mommy sheena and there's like a softness to mommy sheena too like she's more emotional like we see her with brock where she's like i think i just have hormones and like i really feel like she's accessing like this her like rich emotional inner life and like what makes her kind of tick emotionally she was meant for all of this Mm -hmm. and i like have a lot of faith in her as a mother yeah i bet she's gonna have another kid soon oh i would love that everyone arrives to archella and is so they're just so excited to be (laughs) (laughs) on the empty polo grounds with like a teepee and a dancer i was like god the simple pleasures of life i know i probably would be the same way if I have if I love like if I was missing Coachella and like yeah if you love uh, something so much I guess I that's know. like me every time I go to Tom Tom is like me arriving at Archella yeah I loved Raquel's reactions to everything mm-hmm. at Archella it was so genuine and so you would see the excitement and she's really happy and flattered and impressed yeah and I was happy for her. She like her dreams came true. This was a really good Raquel episode in terms of showing all the different sides of her. Mm-hmm. She Multi-layered. Had a good arc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
James goes to Raquel. He goes, babe, look at these balloons. <laughs> he's like pointing out everything to her. And he's like, he's like, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And like, that's like why he had struggles with drinking and like everything led to this grand moment where he's going to ask Raquel to be his wife. How old are they? I can't even remember. They're late 20s. I think like okay. 27, 28. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So not so, so young, but still pretty young yeah. to get married. <laughs> that's young in my eyes. That's young. And yeah. to be in LA. Yeah. I know. Like as a, as a young Angelino couple, yeah. you got into like How long your have they been days. together? Like four years? Five? I think they've been together four years. Okay. That is, that's not short. So that's good. Yeah. James is DJing. He takes the DJ booth and then everyone dances. Then Tom comes up to like help him navigate his proposal timing. <laughs> He's like, I'll be here on the walkie for you with the fireworks. And like, I have to say for as much as I look down my nose at this whole idea, the proposal was actually great and the fireworks were incredible it, and I had full body chills. I was so happy with how it turned out because it could have gone psychotic. Terribly. Yeah. Like it could have been just so over the top or so cheesy and it was so normal actually. It was mm-hmm. just like, you know, getting on a knee and fireworks. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah. And my TV kept going out though. Like the, no. bra- the Bravo, Bravo, please work on your app. Please. The app kept pausing. So I didn't even hear her say yes. I just heard her react and then hug him and i was like oh my god well i love he goes my angel my beauty and then like gets on and i was like wow i believe in their love in this moment you can it's so obvious how much he idolizes her he really does and i hope that they make it for at least a little while i do too like they're an adorable couple they are and i think if he can get his anger in check they could have a fighting chance. Yeah. Who's single on the show still? Charlie. Okay. And that's it, I think. <sighs> Which is crazy. I know. We need like a Dodie. Yeah. We need a Danica, honestly. Right, Danica. Well, oh, yeah. Speaking of which. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, is it Brett Willis? Yeah. Old Brett. Yeah. He <laughs> is. Old Brett. I was at Rocco's and he was the bartender and I sent Laura a picture and it was very jarring to see him at Rocco's because one, isn't he straight? But that doesn't matter because there's a lot of straight bartenders. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, he was there. I saw him twice. He is looking worse for wear, I will say. And yeah, very miserable. But reports from the front lines are that old Brett works at Rocco's now. Yes. So if you are there on a Friday or Saturday night, you might see him. Wow. Yeah. Did you bring up Vanderpump Rules to him? I almost was going to. I don't. Probably best that you didn't. Yeah. Because he wasn't like, like I brought him up to my friends. I was like, oh, he was on Vanderpump. And they're like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and because he wasn't, you know, like. A no. Main yeah. He's not like a main character. Player. But I'm happy he's working. Yeah. I'm happy. Good to see him still around. He's not like dead from getting in a horrible yeah, like, fight with Danica. He's staying in the WeHost circuit of bars. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. And good for him, but he didn't seem like, yeah, he seemed, he's very muscular. Very. Very. Um, and he seemed really nice, but he, he got me my drinks three times and he Love was that. great. Yeah. I gave him a good tip. Shout out to old Brett. 
Yeah. Stay strong. Stay strong. Uh, yeah, I have. I definitely. I had chills at the fireworks. I was happy. I it didn't. Happy I ending. didn't expect that I would feel as happy as I did for James and Raquel, but I really did feel filled with joy and love for them. It was probably the best proposal we've seen on the show. Am I right? Or yeah, I think so. Because like cemetery. Was Jack- was oh my god, Jackson Brittany's proposal. I don't even remember what it was. They went to that like fish. They went to that Malibu. It's not Malibu seafood, <gasps> but it's the yeah. one like right on the county line. Yeah, that has porta potties. Yeah, and it, I, I've been there once, and the food was bad, but they love it there. And yeah. then he pretended they could see a dolphin from there. <laughs> I know. Oh, their his proposal was so awful. Yeah. Tom and I Katie's think, proposal. I can't remember what that. They didn't they. He staged like a fight or something like that. He staged like some sort of argument, I think. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, psych! Like I'm actually proposing to you, which is terrible. And yeah. at a restaurant in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like proposals where it, like, I like how James took her aside and did it. I don't think you, it's right to propose. In yeah, because I could tell that Raquel thought, like, oh, this is going to be some, some type of aside that we're doing on the show because mm-hmm. the cameras were following. But I don't think she probably realized it was going to be the proposal. Yeah. She really looked shocked. She did look shocked. Yeah. And then she was happy and stuff. And, just want Raquel to be happy. I know. <laughs> and then if she gets pregnant, then it's like another storyline. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, Don't get pregnant yet, Raquel. Yeah. That I, I'm just give it like five years. You have time. You have time. If you're like 27, please, honey, you have time. But if it makes you happy. Yeah, I guess. I know. I'm being so diplomatic. You're so diplomatic. I know. I'm I not, love it. I know. <laughs> what a, I, a politician on the podcast. I know. I'm, I know. It's so funny. Before coming on this, I was like, I, I don't know. Like, if I'm talking crap about these people, I'm just talking about them based on the show because I don't know what they're like as humans outside yeah. of the, their characters on the show. I know. I don't really but, follow either. Yeah, but you've also interacted with them. Yeah, in the so, past, like, for sure. You have more backstories with some of these people so if any of you guys are listening i'm just commenting on the show not them <laughs> as he- so if i'm saying that someone should get a divorce it's because of their characters on the show not them as um and if i'm saying it's a mixture of both <laughs> <laughs> um michael thank you so much for oh my being God. on the pod of course i again i'm a fan and i liked i want the listeners to know that this is truly a fan getting to be on the show for the first time um it's really fun. It's fun to be here. And <laughs> it's fun to yeah. have you here. I know. It's you so nice. You withstood some Tony attacks. And I know. We all made it through. Um, tell everyone where they can find yeah, you. Yeah. Again, I'm not a public person, but I have an Instagram at, at Mr. M. Shermy. So M-R-M-S-H-E-R-M-Y on oh, Instagram. Yeah. Um, you. And, you know, guys, we'll be back tomorrow with Housewives of Beverly Hills. So 
I don't know why I'm wrapping this pot up this way. I never do this. Really? Never. I don't know what came over me right now. Oh, yeah. Don't you say like love and light? I say love and light. I don't know what else I was going to even say. But Um, yeah, we'll be back with Beverly Hills. What what were you Remember, a certain amount of you guys are listening to this, but remember more of you guys should be subscribing. You should definitely be subscribing. And if you haven't rated this podcast in the iTunes store, you should definitely do that as well. Only five stars. Only five stars and leave a five-star comment to go with your five-star rating if you have anything less take it up with your therapist because i don't give a shit and i don't want to see it <laughs> love and light Ain't nobody got me feeling like i'm feeling you